0: hello welcome to baby boomer tales my name is jim it's nice to have you here with me today i always appreciate you listening i count it a great privilege to be able to tell my tales to y'all you, you can find us at apple podcast youtube amazon music and others if you go to babyboomertales.com there are links to those places and others where you can hear our podcast. There's also a link to our Facebook page where we have things going on, jokes and funny things, sentimental things, and a lot of things pertaining to baby boomers. Check it out if you could or if you would. Fall is in full swing now, and it brings me to the remembrance of things like football, high school football, When I was a little kid, probably five, maybe not six years old yet, I have this remembrance of somebody taking me down to watch my Uncle Dick play high school football. And it was not where the school was. It was down in back of this motor lodge called the El Monte. And the school's colors were purple and white, but I remember our guys wearing blue old leather helmets and so i don't know that would have been 1955 and i don't know how accurate that memory is my uncle dick is gone now so i can't ask him and i think i asked connie about it because my memory has her and me going to that game with an aunt or uncle or somebody and she can't remember it so memory's a funny thing but the crisp fall air sound of cheerleaders and high school bands the crowd clapping and cheering the cadence of the whole game going on i loved football besides playing football in the park constantly when i was a kid i would at night i'd turn on our porch lights there was one on the garage and one on the front door and then we had a street light right there on the corner and i'd played games where I'd throw a little football up in the air and I'd run under and catch it and if I caught it that was like second down and I'd catch it again third down if I could get to the end of the yard it'd be a touchdown then the other team would play and I'd be the other team and I'd throw it in the air as high as I could run under it catch it second down I'd love football I'm old enough to remember when they started wearing face masks. And without looking at the history of football, I believe the last holdout was a quarterback named Bobby Lane, and he didn't want to wear a face mask. Now, some of these face masks were just a piece of plexiglass going across. I believe the players back then thought that the mask would interfere with their vision. Maybe some of the linemen, defensive players, thought that, face masks were for sissies but today face masks are all part of the helmet it would look really weird without a face mask we'd go for rides up into the mountains to see the fall colors the gold of the quaking aspen is an amazing sight now in the northeast and in the midwest and wherever you get reds and purples and golds and lush browns and all these wonderful colors but up there in the mountains in Colorado it's purely the green from the evergreen trees and the gold from the aspens and it's the most beautiful of sights the mountains all turn gold when I was a boy going to school we'd always have our new school clothes in September when we went right after Labor Day and all of a sudden you're wearing those blue jeans that haven't even been washed yet. long sleeve shirt and it's still kind of warm outside. Those jeans kind of crinkling and cracking below you. Come home from school and your mom yell at you because those are brand new jeans. How do you get a hole in those? Why are those so dirty? What do you do? The girl's wearing wool and skirts and stuff. We're all prepared for fall. Now, fall is supposed to start around the 20th to the 22nd of September. But I always felt like it starts right after Labor Day. On normal years, school usually starts after Labor Day, or at least it used to. And we all hunker down for fall. TV season is just starting with all the new shows. And your favorites, you hope, come back for another season. You go to the fair. The fair was always in September up there in the county I was raised. And the ranch kids were taken off school because they're cutting hay. October comes and the hunters come by the thousands up into the mountains. And all you see are these guys in these bright orange vests and hats. We're all joking about them, saying, you better hide your horses. I think they got an elk. It's great for the industry, but it was maddening for if you wanted to go hiking out in the woods. Your mom says, you can't go out there, someone will just shoot you. What do you mean shoot me? I don't look like an elk. Doesn't matter. They just see something move and they shoot. Mom's probably right. You ever watch those ranchers cutting hay? Back then, they cut her down. Some of them cut her pulling horses, cutting it. Then they gather it up and put it in big hay stacks. So loose hay and these tremendously large stacks. And then as the winter comes, they have a horse-drawn sled. They put the hay on. They go out and feed their cows. Nothing like what happens with my hay meadows. Farmer comes. He cuts it the very next day. He turns it once and bales it in these huge round bales and he takes it away today in the midwest we have corn mazes pumpkin patches thousands and thousands and thousands of piles of leaves from the many many oak and ash and elm and birch and all these trees we have here the air turns brisk and it's time for chili Go down into Missouri and get some apples that they're harvesting. There's hay rides and bonfires. At my place, to get ready for winter, once fall comes, I have to split whatever firewood I've cut over the year. And I also buy some oak because I have no oak on my property. I have to mow the fields one last time because my farmer friend only does his cutting in about June. And he doesn't want a second cutting He's, most years anyway i have to wrap my baby trees around here with a tree wrap so the deer don't bite them in two during the winter even trees that are a little bit larger i wrap because they'll strip off the bark and it kills the trees that's fine for a lot of these other trees but not the trees in my yard my yard's fairly large And I have a lot of different types of species of trees that aren't natural to the rest of my property. And so I don't want those deer to ruin those. And every once in a while they do, but the tree wrap seems to deter them. I have to clean the chimney. I climb up on the roof and I take the cap off of the chimney. And I have these big long rods with a deal that's made out of a polyester. I have one made out of metal too, but you stick it down there. And you kind of scrub out your chimney and get all that creosote off of the inside of the chimney. About three years ago, I got up there and I couldn't get down. I could not negotiate the ladder. I was yelling down the chimney for my wife to hear. Finally, she heard me, came out to see what was going on. I made her extend the ladder and hold it. I've learned now that I extend the ladder up higher than what's leaning against the house so I have something I can hang on to. It's all part of the charm of getting older. Or before I would just jump up and down on that ladder, not think a thing of it. Now I don't bend as easily or something. And I have to have that ladder extended up so I can get up on it before I actually go past the part that's leaning on the house. What do they say, there's more than one way to skin a cat? Well, it's better than being stranded up there on the roof. That's a fact. I grade my driveway every fall. It seems like through the spring and the summer, it wants to kind of rut. I have a gravel driveway, and that's okay. But the middle gets high, so I grade that middle back down into the ruts, and it's fine. It's not truly a rut. It would be if I didn't grade it, though, eventually. I do the last mowing, probably late October, early November. Mow the place. Weed eat my pond. Grass always seems to want to grow right at the edge of the pond. Faster than anywhere because it's totally watered all the time. I put straw on my water meter so the water meter doesn't freeze over. Sand bags in the back of my pickup truck. Even though I have four-wheel drive, it gives me better traction. And then I'm ready for winter ready to just let it blow and snow and be cold, sit back and enjoy it. We may have friends out end of October, first part of November, have a bonfire, do a little hay ride. Usually I just throw some bales and some loose straw in the back of the pickup and let them get in the truck. And away we go. They merrily sing away as I drive slow as I can. I used to never have any problem with leaves, but I've lived here over 20 years now, and the trees are larger and the leaves are more plentiful. I still don't rake leaves or any of that, but I do mow them up and mulch them down a little. I don't want them killing whatever grass I can grow around here. Fall is my favorite time of year. The colors of the trees and the bushes and the grasses, to me are more beautiful than the wonderful flowering and budding of the spring and the lush greens of the summer. It's also a time for me to look forward to winter. It used to be when I first moved to the Midwest, I didn't like winter. Winters are very extreme here. You can have weeks and weeks of beautiful weather and then if it gets below zero, it's worse than 40 below up in the mountains because of the humidity, maybe the winds. But I like to sit inside and watch it outside. I'm in a position in my life now that I don't have to go out if I don't want to. If it snows, I'm not going to goop the driveway. My four-wheel driver usually negotiates most of it anyway. I've only had two instances that I've ever had to plow snow out here, and that's because of drifting. So I'm always hoping I don't have to plow it, because that's a whole nother issue altogether. Go out to the barn, try to start the tractor. I do put the plow on it, though, every fall after I'm done mowing. I switch out the old brush hog, put the blade on it. So I'm always ready, and I can if I have to. Whatever season it is, thank God that you can enjoy it and see its beauty for what it is. In the Midwest, spring is so beautiful with flowering trees and early flowers and just life blooming out in front of you. But there's also the downside, the threat of tornadoes and severe weather. Summer is wonderful, the lushness of the grasses and the trees and the foliage. But we also have 100 degree days and high humidity, times of drought with no rain at all. Fall is great and wonderful with the beautiful colors of all the different trees, the crispness of the air coming off of summer, the brightness of the stars at night, and yet it is nature preparing itself for winter. And winter is wonderful because of the snow and the holidays and the time for family and friends and fires in the fireplace. And yet it is cold, and it's desolate, and you think it's never going to end. And then spring, and the little crocuses popping their heads out. The bravest of brave for the flower family. And then the daffodils. And before you know it, life is blooming all around you. The circle of life is a wonderful thing. You can see it in flowers and bushes. You can see it in your family. You can see the beauty God has made all around. So here we are in fall. They're playing football. They're drinking hot chocolate with little marshmallows in them. Having a glass of apple cider and a bowl of chili. Life is good if you allow it to be. We all have challenges. Just remember to never, ever give up. If you like our podcast, I ask you to share it, please. That's the only thing I really ever ask. Kindness is an extension of your heart. So always be kind. It'll do your heart good. I'll be back next Wednesday.